0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Sunday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Conium, and the All-Star break is here after today already. It's the last day of the MLB's first half. The home run derby is tomorrow, I think, or there's an off day, and then the derby. I don't know. Today's the last day of baseball until the All-Star break, and that is very hard to believe they're already halfway through this season. I'm decked out in the Jays gear. This is the All-Star game 2017. I might need to get a new All-Star game hat this year. I really like the jerseys, too. The All-Star Game jerseys might have to wait till those go on sale and grab one of those. Um, but we're guaranteed a winning week. So we had a crappy week. If this, this I don't know why this light is flickering. My LED light is flickering. I apologize if you're watching that. We had a crappy week last week down, I think, five units. But we've guaranteed, at minimum, a one-unit win this week because of another two-in-one day yesterday. Every day has been a winning day. So we're up four, 3.8 units, four units. Which means that even if we lose all three of these bets today, we will have a winning week. So yesterday we had the Boston Red Sox on the run line. They beat Oakland 10 to 3. We had the Hamilton Tiger Cats minus one and a half. They got their win against Ottawa. So we keep rolling in the CFL. And then in UFC, we had Volkanovski to win in round four or five or by decision. And he won in round three. It was a knockout. So uh, a two in one day there. But again, we just keep rolling. Just keep putting winning days together. And that is how we go. Okay, before we get into today's bets, I've got the uh, QR code on the screen and the link in the description below. Hit that link. Uh, It will take you to a site where you can sign up for any sports book you like and make a minimum deposit. You're guaranteed the best exclusive offers and bonuses thanks to my partnership with BetStamp and with those books directly. Also, the Discord channel. Link is in the description below. We're starting to get uh, some members joining the Discord and... Again, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Threads, I'm on all these different social media places, but I feel like Discord's going to become sort of my favorite place to post and just discuss, and we can talk about that stuff specifically. So I'm not, not going to be you know clouding the social media sites with as much sports betting talk now. Um, It'll be more in the Discord stuff, and that's sort of you know how we can separate it and whatever. We'll see how it goes, but I'm really liking the Discord. Lots of stuff will be coming um, up this week for there as well. Okay. Let's start talking about today, we're going to start with baseball, being that it is the last game before the All-Star break, and we're going to start with the Toronto Blue Jays. I've got the Toronto Blue Jays on the money line in the first five innings against the Detroit Tigers. I've got this for minus 114 at FanDuel, a reminder that if it's tied, it's a push. I like these bets a lot because it gives you the leeway there with the push potential. Jays are coming into this one having just got no hit against the Detroit Tigers last night. It was a two to nothing win for the Tigers. It was a combined no hitter. So I feel bad for Kevin Gossaman. Could this guy get any run support? This guy gives up. What did he do? He even give up a run himself yesterday. And again, they get no hit. I can't imagine that happens again today. The Jays, somehow have a a better offense than this or just not showing it necessarily. You've got Chris Bassett today going against Scooble who is only in his second start of the season. The Jays are 7 and 3 in the last 10 meetings against Detroit. Um as I mentioned, and you've got Chris Bassett, who's been pitching very well as of late. He's gone six innings in his last two starts. He gave up three runs the last time out against the White Sox. The Jays won that. He gave up zero earned runs against the San Francisco Giants before that. He has won two straight starts. Previous to that it had been a little bit shaky. He gave up four to Oakland, three to Texas. He gave up eight to Baltimore. But This is when he's changed and said, I'm not going to call my own pitches anymore. That's going to be up to Jansen or Kirk, which I think has helped out tremendously. I might cease here. <laughs> Whew. Apologies for that allergies um and then like I mentioned going for Detroit you've got Tarek Sub- Skubal who has only pitched once so far this season that was four innings he gave up no earned runs and struck out six but it was against Oakland they lost that start one to nothing he did pitch once last year against the Blue Jays they lost six nothing he went four in four innings gave up earned runs while walking two. I think the Blue Jays bounce back here. Bassett has been rolling as of late. The Jays are better than the Tigers. I think they're going to want to go into the All-Star break on a little bit of a roll. They've got four guys going to the All-Star game, so you know it's always kind of interesting to see what happens that last last game before everybody's heading into a break. I don't think any team needs a break more than the Blue Jays, but I do think they are going to want to get this win, especially following up from Manoa's great start. They're sitting fourth in the American League East at 49 and 41. They should be able to be the Detroit Tigers. And again, I like the first five money line because if it's tied, it is a push. So I'm going to take the Toronto Blue Jays on the money line in the first five innings for minus 114 at FanDuel. Let's go to the CFL where we've been rolling. We've got the two and one surprise Montreal Alouettes on the road in British Columbia against the three and one BC Lions. The books just will never do a spread higher than seven or seven and a half. I don't really understand why, but they just don't. So, I will take the BC Lions minus seven. That is minus 120 at DraftKings. You've obviously got the push potential with the seven. Not quite as important in the CFL versus the NFL because you have a lot more scoring opportunities in the CFL from missed field goals and returns and all that, where one or two points is very common. But I still do like the round number of seven. Now, the BC Lions, to me, are the second best team, arguably the best team in the CFL, right up there with the Toronto Argos and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They did lose the last time out. So the BC Lions are coming off a, 20, sorry, a 45-24 loss at the hands of Toronto. But previous to that, they decimated Winnipeg, which was surprising, 30-6. They beat Edmonton 20 nothing. So in those two games, it was a combined 52-6 to scoring. And then in week one, they did beat Calgary 25-15. Then you've got Montreal, as I mentioned, they are 2-1. They just just lost to Winnipeg 17-3, so they got hammered there. And then their two wins are against Hamilton, 38-12, who Hamilton is now 1-3 after their win yesterday, and the Ottawa Red Blacks, 19-12, and Ottawa is also, you know, one of the worst teams as well down there with Edmonton. So the Montreal wins, although their wins, haven't been all that impressive, whereas BC has been a very impressive football team. Um, I think coming off that loss at the hands of Toronto, um, you know, They've they've gotten, they've hammered teams and they've been hammered. I think this is a bounce back spot against a Montreal team, especially with them being at home. Montreal, as I mentioned, has beat Ottawa and Hamilton. They've looked okay doing so, but now they travel to the West Coast against BC. Um, weather's obviously not going to be a factor because BC plays in a dome. Cody Fajardo and the Owls will just have to somehow manage uh, to defeat the BC Lions defense, which is very, very good, and I just don't think they're going to be able to do that. BC is the better football team. I like the number of minus seven very, very much. It's at home. It's a seven o'clock start all the way in BC, so it's a a day game. So for Montreal, it might feel a little bit weird. So give me the BC Lions minus seven. That's minus 120 at DraftKings. And the last bit of the day, we've got a little bit of a parlay going here in the WNBA. On a Sunday, I've got the Las Vegas Aces and the Dallas Wings on a money Line parlay minus 113 at FanDuel. I'm surprised you're getting odds like this. Vegas is 16 and 2. Minnesota is 9 and 9. That's their opponent today. Vegas is playing this game in Minnesota, but they're 16 and 2. And they're coming off a two point loss to Dallas the last time out so I expect a bounce back win here from Vegas. They're obviously the best team in the WNBA. There's really no debate about that. On the injury front, nothing really to speak of for the Aces. You've got four injuries from Minnesota. Mitchell, Shepard, Powers, you know, they're, they're going to struggle. <laughs> they're going to struggle against Vegas. Now, look. Minnesota has won five straight basketball games, and that's brought them to a record of nine and nine. They were four and nine, but now they run into Vegas, and even though this game's at home, Vegas just has too much firepower. I can't imagine the Aces lose two basketball games in a row. They're minus twelve fifty on the money line, so if you want to take Minnesota to hedge it, go ahead. But I like the Vegas Aces to get the win here, and then I guess the tougher of the matchups will be the Dallas Wings at the Indiana Fever. Fever are five and thirteen. Dallas is nine and nine, so Dallas is the better team coming into this. Dallas has won three of their last four basketball games. They beat Phoenix. They beat Washington. They lost to Vegas, but then they bounced back and beat Vegas by two, as I mentioned. And then you've got Indiana, who has won- lost six straight basketball games. They've lost seven of 10, but again, six of those are in a row. So they had won three or four, but now they have since lost six straight, and they've lost by eight to Washington, seven to Minnesota, two to Chicago, 20 to Phoenix, eight to Vegas, 20 to Vegas, Dallas is just the better basketball team. They are rolling right now. I like for them to get a money line win. It's only minus 130 straight up on the money line. And I I do believe that has a lot to do with the fact that this game is being played in Indiana. So we're taking two road teams on a money line parlay. Vegas, I just sort of needed something to pair with Vegas. I'm not going to take Vegas on the spread. It's minus 14 and a half, which I don't love. But I'm confident that the Dallas Wings are playing much better basketball. And we're just going to bet the trends on this one. Yesterday, we went against the trend betting on Hamilton to get the win. If you wanted to do that today and say, you know what? I think Indiana is on a six-game losing streak. They're a decent basketball team. They're going to win this game. I'm just going to go with the trend there. I'm going to take the Dallas Wings. So I've got the Vegas uh, Vegas Knights, Vegas Aces, and the Dallas Wings Moneyline Parlay for minus 113 at FanDuel. As I mentioned, if you want to grab any of these odds at these books, hit the QR code or the link in the description below. That will take you to um, a site where you can sign up for DraftKings, FanDuel, any other book. Make a minimum deposit and you're guaranteed the best exclusive offers or bonuses. And again, join the Discord channel to talk about sports throughout today. So those are your three bets for today. Give me the Toronto Blue Jays on the money line in the first five innings for minus minus one fourteen at FanDuel. Give me the BC lines to cover minus seven for minus one twenty at DraftKings. And in the WNBA I've got a money line parlay. Vegas Aces, Dallas Wings, minus minus one thirteen at FanDuel. As always, drop a comment if you're fading or following. You can follow me across all my social media channels. Uh and in the discord and have a great Sunday. Let's talk sports.